raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Wednesday, November 22nd. It is seven minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Rob, we have a huge jam-packed show today. I hope you're ready. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Yes. Yes, count them. Five guests on the program today because gosh darn it, Casey, the world sucks Mm -hmm. and we are not leading our fabulous audience into Thanksgiving feeling down about this sucky ass world. Mm -hmm. We are going to make people feel good today. And you know what else I think I did? I think we don't have a single clip of Joe Biden mumbling, fumbling, or being absolutely ridiculous. We're not going to play him at all today. And this show, I mean, our guests, when we're talking about having guests that are going to make you smile, we have so many people. They're legends of your childhood. Mm -hmm. We've got the great Jay Baker is going to join us, formerly the Bob and Tom show. We've got WIBC legend Jeff Pigeon is going to join us. Mm-hmm. Brian Baker's going to be here. Yes, all of them. Uh, your husband is going to be here, Casey. And, <laughs> Legend in my house. And, and there's and what is there? There's some Thanksgiving themed ride at Holiday World now. Yes. And so uh, uh, Matt, you sit in a gravy boat car. Uh, Matt Matt Eckert of Holiday World will be with us. So it's going to be where you're going to feel better about your. This is going to be one of the rare instances mm-hmm. you're going to hear something that involves me, and you're going to walk away feeling better about yourself. <laughs> I love it. All right, but let's get into. It, what's going on? Uh, the Fulton County prosecutors want the uh, Georgia election trial of Donald Trump and his defendants to begin on August 5th of 24, and that is directly in the middle of the presidential election campaign. Well, of course they do, Casey, mm-hmm. but it's not about election interference. It's about getting to the truth, right? Yeah. It's not. It's all just a con- uh, coincidence. It's all just very convenient that it works out this way. It is in no way to rig an election in favor of one candidate over another. Okay, Donald Trump had a few things to say about what's going on in Fulton County, Georgia. This is very interesting. Fulton County, Georgia acknowledges in a major consent decree that 3,600 individual ballots were duplicated. 36 batches of them were duplicated. That's a lot of crime. 3,600 votes. That's really a lot of crime. When are the rest of these facts coming out? We're all waiting. This is the beginning of an unbelievable period of time. This is massive voter corruption. Okay, so I've told this this many times, but it, I, I think it's just the perfect uh, the perfect analysis for what happened in 2020. So as you, as you knew, Casey, for multiple years, I was on uh, ben, the great actor and and commentator Ben Stein mm-hmm. had a had a podcast and and for couple of years I was on that podcast on a regular basis as a panelist on on his um, nightly nightly show and I had to I had to bid adieu to that Casey because well he lives in Los Angeles and so it didn't start until 10 o'clock and I don't know, Casey, you've had a small child and you've been married. It's just it's, the, the, the time change the, not working for you. The 10 p.m. podcast worked well for the uh, unmarried Rob Kendall, where I just stayed up and bet on NBA basketball on the West Coast. So I was up anyway. The 10 p.m. podcast just didn't work well for the married now father Rob Kendall lifestyle. But I did that podcast for a couple of years. And and Ben Stein is one of those brilliant um 
Americans who whoever lived. He's one of the most incredible Americans who whoever lived. Uh, the the sort of like the real life Forrest Gump, if you will, all the things and places that he was in. And nobody is going to accuse Ben Stein of being some radical right wing Republican or a MAGA Republican. He's a, Ben Stein is as establishment as you can possibly get. So Ben Stein has no vet, vested interest in making things up because he loves Donald Trump or is loyal to Donald Trump or anything else. Ben Stein, who is you know a statistician, he is an economist, said what happened in 2020 for all of these states as you go into the midnight hour to be in favor of Donald Trump, and then for all of these states in the coming hours after midnight mm-hmm. to go un for Donald Trump, he said it was essentially statistically impossible for that to have happened. So you can either believe in what are essentially statistical impossibilities or you can believe there were a bunch of shenanigans mm-hmm. going on for all. And it was just the swing states, Casey. Yeah. It was amazing. Midnight, Georgia and Pennsylvania, Ironically. Michigan. They're all for Trump. And then, well, what do you know, Casey? Now yeah. they're all not for Trump. OK, so Trump had some more things to say. Now, you have probably seen or heard Javier Milieu. And this is the guy who won the presidential campaign. I love this guy. In Argentina. If you could picture what it would be like if Rob Kendall were a president somewhere, yeah. this would be the guy. Okay, so people call him the madman or even the wig (laughs) due to, well, his unruly mop of hair. Um, but did you see the video of him? He's He's got the magnets that are on the chalkboard. Uh-huh. And it's all the different divisions of government going on in Argentina. Yes. And he's just taking the magnets off. He's like, nope, this one's gone. This one's gone. Not doing this. Getting rid of this. This one's gone. I, I lo- so this guy is incredibly pro-life. He's incredibly pro-Second Amendment. He is incredibly anti-China. I mean, this dude, it, it is like, if you could ever get a libertarian, an actual philosophical libertarian elected in America, mm-hmm. and this guy is wild, he is wacky, he's flam. I'm te- I am telling you right now, Casey, yeah. that if I were president, this would be the guy that it would be like. I love this model, dude. This model guy yourself after is him. Un, just is. Uh, uh, we need more people like this guy in this country. Well, with Argentina experiencing inflation at a hundred and forty-five percent, you knew they had to do something. So this guy won the election. Big celebrations going on in Argentina because of it. And here's Donald Trump saying, "Make Argentina great again." A very special congratulations to Javier Malay on a great race for president of Argentina. The whole world was watching, and I am very proud of you. You will turn your country around and truly make Argentina great again. Congratulations. With all seriousness, Casey, we need more people like this guy to get elected because he don't care. Like, he is not in it to make friends. He is not in it to be anybody's buddy. He is not in it to be liked by anyone. Mm -hmm. These are the sort of people in this country that we need to see getting elected because it is going to take people who will not bend a knee to the donors and to the lobbyists and to the establishment. That is how you're going to fix what's going on in this country. So hopefully this dude, as wild and wacky, look, he's a little flamboyant in his personal existence, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but his government view 
views in many cases are absolutely 100% spot on. And it is these sort of views and people willing to see them through who are going to be needed to fix America. Okay, so he's going to do some good things and he's probably going to make some mistakes along the way, as most people do. Well, they're going to try to destroy him, Casey, and they're going to dig through him and find anything in his personal existence that they possibly can that makes him look bad because this dude, and uh, by the way, and I'm sure he's fully aware, his safety probably is in great danger because people who not just rock the apple cart, but turn the apple cart over are a great threat to the finances of the people who make money off the status quo. Okay, so it's 15 after 9. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and we told you that we're going to try and have as much fun today as possible. And you know which senator says fun to me? any of them? Well, Kennedy from oh, Louisiana. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, like Rand Paul's kind of w- wacky. Kennedy's a mm-hmm. little wacky. There, are, there aren't many of the hundred. Okay, so of the hundred, Casey. He's got personality, at yeah. least, with that Southern charm. Is there five of them you can think of that you'd say, I'd really like to hang out with that person? <laughs> like, if you just removed the title of senator mm-hmm. from them and you mm-hmm. saw them at you know, a local watering hole is, there, are there, can you think of five of them that you'd say, boy, that person would be a barrel full of fun to hang out well, with? Well, I think Kennedy, because of his colloquial, colloquialisms, you yeah. know, he, he does some fun uh-huh. stuff. I think Ted Cruz, because he likes what? to, he blasts a lot of you people. You think Ted Cruz would be fun to hang out with? Well, when he's, when he's, when he gets rolling. Do you think When Ted he gets Cruz super angry and he gets rolling. Could sing apple bottom jeans, <laughs> boots with the fur. Yeah, I, mean, I do. I do. I think he's got some secrets probably <laughs> um i'm trying to Sen- think of anybody you, else i guarantee cinema because she is wild and that's mm-hmm. been well documented mm-hmm. Kev, yeah kev's over there nodding uh-huh mm-hmm. oh yeah you know what i'm talking about <laughs> don't you kev uh-huh uh i think you'd struggle to find five that you'd want to hang out with well here's uh senator kennedy and they're talking he's on fox news and he's with martha and they're talking about the southern border and of course kamala harris her name comes up and he just shreds her um i mean just look around the american people may be poorer under President Biden, but they're not stupid. They see an open border. Uh, they, 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 uh, they experience inflation. They see the rampant crime. The American people look around and see the world on fire. Um, the war in Ukraine, the war in the Middle East, um, the, the, the embers smoldering in China. And they have concluded that um, fair or unfair, Martha, I'm not saying that this is accurate, but I, I can read a poll. And the American people have concluded that President Biden um, is, uh, is old and he needs <laughs> soup and an early bedtime. And they have concluded that Vice President Harris is not capable, um, that, that uh, when her IQ gets to 75, she should, should sell. Uh, again, I'm not saying that's fair or accurate, but that's what that's the conclusion today that the American people. He said, I could read a poll. And he's old. I, I think my favorite phrase is when her IQ gets to 75, she, she should, should sell. sell. <laughs> it is 18 after 9. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Reaching out. You, you're such a drama queen. <laughs> No, I'm not. Like, you are creating so much extra effort for mm-hmm. everyone today. No, I'm not. You are. Not. Like, you can't just sit here and do the show. Uh-huh. You're like Madonna needing, like, eight green M&Ms over here. So, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, uh, typing Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar, you might have noticed that Rob and I switched seats. Because I can't get on the computer over there. They and- probably blocked you. Because are they're they sick try- of your crap. Are they trying to tell me something? <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the key card worked today. No, that's fine. It's Wednesday. They told me that if they get rid of you, it's on a Thursday. Oh, okay. Well, I won't be here tomorrow. So maybe this is a little preemptive strike. So Casey is just, I mean, you have the template in front of you. So I don't know what exactly you need the internet for. You print everything out. Mm-hmm. And she's over here, Casey, wailing. It's just insufferable wailing from this woman. And I'm like, lady, it is the day before Thanksgiving. No one I don't even, I don't, I don't have the tolerance for this i said so look because we all know i put about seven seconds worth of prep into what goes on here uh-huh. and you put seven hours exactly uh, here you can have my seat because uh-huh. i have the internet so there you go now just leave me alone and you handle the rest of the this show is an interesting angle on everything it's <laughs> like i've totally changed my perspective on the studio but here's the thing i don't know if you've noticed yeah. this but when it comes to the kendall and casey show yeah. i normally have all the facts yeah. and the figures and the quotes Mm-hmm. And you just come in and say stuff. Well, I was I you know, <laughs> one of the things I was blessed with, and I've been blessed with this for a very long time, is mm-hmm. the ability to think very quickly on my feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually am one of the people that the more work I put into something, the worse I do because I overthink things. So as long as I know what the t- look, I read you the news. You need just the general direction. And I you're read good. the news all day, Casey. I mean, that's yeah. what I do, right? I mean, yeah. that's what I'm into. I read all sorts of various news outlets in my free time mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, watching my daughter. That's like, that's what I do. So it's not like you pick a story. It's like I need to do some intricate deep dive on whatever link you have picked. I, I know the the story and I I do much better the less amount of preparing that I do for the thing in question. So I don't even need the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, what are we t- You yell at me all the time. Casey, will, she'll give me nine different topics. Would you like to do this one or that one or that one? And I just go, uh-huh. She goes, pick a topic, Rob. It's multiple choice. How about we talk about this article from Johnny Burgess, <laughs> which I find absolutely hilarious. It's on WIBC.com and it is the dangers of Brown Friday. <laughs> what? Wait, what? You, the dangers of Brown Friday. Uh-huh. Have you heard of this? You've heard of Black Friday, right? Yeah. But this is a different holiday. It's Brown Friday. And there's a picture of a toilet. He and, chose a photo of a toilet. And, and I'm kind of thinking that that may be the toilet here at the station, by the way. No, no it's not. It looks pretty close. Wait a second. You're telling me that award-winning journalist Donnie, uh, Donnie Burgess mm-hmm. went into the WIBC bathroom that is right next to mm-hmm. us the studio, yeah. and snapped a photo of our toilet. Yeah. I think, the one that we use. I think maybe he did. Because this article is about well, using the bathroom. And it uh-huh. says one of the busiest days of the year for plumbers <laughs> is Brown Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
And Indianapolis, actually one of the top five cities for plumber requests <laughs> over the Thanksgiving weekend. And I can't believe that it's even ranked. Indy is at number four. So you've got Portland, Oregon is number one because, of course, there's a lot of vegetarians out there. They get all that fiber. Yeah. And then you've got Virginia Beach, Virginia, Raleigh, North Carolina, Indy, and then Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, plumber requests go up 21% uh-huh. this weekend because, well, it's not only the the toilet yeah, but it's also the kitchen sink people putting oh, the yeah, wrong thing sure. down the kitchen sink you got to really try hard maybe a plumber could call our hotline at 317-684-8444 or at robin kendall on twitter at casey daniels 317 mm-hmm. you got to really try hard to clog a toilet like i would think the the human are you really trying when the, you do it i'm trying to make this radio friendly here but i would mm-hmm. think the the act itself mm-hmm. very rarely if almost never would clog a working toilet Mm -hmm. like if you just the act itself and you are courteous and you flush after you do the act itself that it would be i'm not going to say humanly impossible Mm -hmm. but rather hard to actually clog a toilet just based on the act itself with a together working plumbing toilet etc it's all the after shenanigans mm-hmm. and well, irresponsible people that cause the toilet to, to clog. I think a lot of plumbers would say that it, it's the dude wipes that are doing a lot of the clogging of the toilets these days. I used to, uh, you know, obviously when I was elected official, one of the things we oversaw was a uh, was the sewage plant, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously the sewer rates were much lower when I was in charge because than they are today because we didn't believe in screwing people. But I used to visit with those people every so often about the things that they would find and the things they would un- uncover. And boy, those people, you want to talk about people out there doing the Lord's work, you're, you're, <laughs> whether it is people who handle your porta-potties or the sewage plant mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, thank those, be thankful for those people this holiday yeah, season. Yeah, they're saying that uh, many of the clogging issues come from improper disposal yeah. of certain foods, even paper towels. Weather can also be an issue, especially if temperatures drop, because if the pipes freeze, uh, whatever's going down the drain is just going to stay there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to get and we're And we're to the, getting to that time of year. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet, obviously. But if you if it's getting cold, you might want to leave a little drippy drip on the on the faucet when the season where it gets very, very cold. Yeah. And make sure you unplug the outside hoses. All right. So when we. Oh, yeah. Great advice as well. When we. My dad starts on that in July. He's like, don't forget to unplug your hoses. Yeah. Dad, it's July. Well, you're. It's going to be November You'll before you know it. it. Don't You'll forget that. I can I, I, like 37 times I was told this year, don't forget to un, unplug my hoses. And aren't you thankful for uh, abso- your dad to remind you? Absolutely. Absolutely. In July. Him, you would forget. Uh, okay. So when we come back, mm-hmm. Holiday World yeah. has a new Thanksgiving themed roller coaster. Yeah. It's Is called, that right? It's called Good Gravy. <laughs> And, and the seat looks like a gravy boat. Uh, the, Holiday World is just the best. And so Matt Eckert, is that his name from Holiday World? Yep. He's going to be with us to mm-hmm. tell us all about the good gravy Thanksgiving-themed roller coaster. Yep, it's coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Give me 
93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey. Your Casey question. Yeah. Did you know tomorrow's Thanksgiving? I heard something oh, about that. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing it's uh, being a giant spread at your house, resembling like the Ewing family at the South Fork Ranch. Yeah, there is going to be way more food than necessary. That's for sure. And you know, there is one organization, one group of fun people in Indiana that deals primarily in holidays and making things more fun. Did that make sense? How about that for an interview? Yeah, you're talking about the people at Holiday World, right? Down there in Santa Claus, Indiana. Santa Claus, Indiana. Yes, and they've got Indiana's Thanksgiving themed roller coaster. You know what it's called. Wait, what? What is it? It's a what? It's a Thanksgiving themed roller coaster. Oh, no kidding. Tell me more. Yes, it's called Good Gravy. And on the (laughs) WIBC hotline, we've got Matt Eckert from Holiday World. And Matt, I hear that this roller coaster is getting a lot of attention. It is getting a lot of attention, and it couldn't be more timely when we unveil it because, you know, what is tomorrow? Thanksgiving. That's what we're celebrating. We celebrate holidays all year long, and with good gravy, what kind of car would make the most sense? We're putting you in a gravy boat. You're going to be riding around the track in a gravy boat. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you are. Now, do you splash down into a uh, mashed potato pool at the end? You, you don't do that, but we actually take you flying through a big, huge, oversized cranberry can, and you fly by giant-sized whisks and rolling pins and chicken timers, and so it's going to feel like you're back at Grandma's house at Thanksgiving. Who, who is the demented person who came up with this idea, Matt? <laughs> Uh, well, we have a lot of demented people at our park, um, so I, I, I credit. Uh, you know, that's one thing about that's great about being a family-owned theme park is we sit around the table and we talk about ideas. And um, you know, with every big project we have, we, we assign a project name to it. So, for example, the Thunderbird Resort Steel Coaster um, that was called the Big Turkey. That was a project name before we found the name for this project. We knew we were going to do it, and the project name was Project Gravy Boat because it was in. Thanksgiving, and as we were just sitting around the table talking more about it, it's like, okay, we need to find a name, and I, I think it was our, our VP of marketing said, well, good gravy, well, we just call it that, and we're like, no, let's call it good gravy. <laughs> of like, course. That's an awesome name. Who else could own a name like that besides us? You know, we get that it's kitschy, we get that it's goofy, but, um, you know, we own that. that. That's our identity, that's our brand, and it, it fits perfectly, so we're super excited about it. Yeah, that's the point. Now, were you sitting around the Thanksgiving table when you came up with the idea for Good Gravy? As a matter of fact, our conference room offices are in the Thanksgiving section, not by design. That's just where they are. But, uh, yeah, so we technically were sitting in Thanksgiving when it, when it happened. All right, let's talk about the ride really quick. Uh, sure. It's 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 supposed to be family-friendly. And uh, did, did I read that people very young can ride this roller coaster? It's not a huge one, but it does go up to 37 miles per hour. Yes, correct. So um, it is designed for um, younger children. It's designed for everyone, actually. And it, and it fits a niche that we didn't really have. We have a smaller coaster up in our kitty section. And then the next one up after that is our Raven Wooden Roller Coaster. So we've needed kind of an in-between family coaster for quite a while. And this is what's called a family boomerang. And the height limit for this is about 38 inches. Um, so if you equate that to an average child, that's probably like kindergarten. Okay. Just yeah. So most most kids will be able to ride this ride, as will their parents and grandparents. And for those that aren't quite tall enough, 
Um, we're developing an area around two called Stuffing Springs. It's going to have it's going to have all kinds of playground of equipment and stuff for them to play on. Uh, Matt, Matt Eckert is our guest. He's with Holiday World, the the new ride. It's called Good Gravy, and mm-hmm. so it's just perfect in time for Thanksgiving. Matt, will people like me, who while we are grown ass adults, are just petrified of almost anything, <laughs> will will this be for the petrified adult? Will they be okay on this roller coaster? Just. The, the, well, I'll sign a disclaimer. I'll, I'll say I hope so. <laughs> um, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a super thrill ride. Um, so for those that that are a little bit more timid to get on roller coasters, this would be a good step up for you. So this might be a good trainer for you to get get on this one, and this might make it better for the next one for you. Perfect, Matt. Now I've never been to Holiday World, so maybe uh, Rob and I can come down and uh, do some on-site reporting at some point, and uh, we'll actually get him on this roller coaster. Love it. We would love to have you. We actually usually have a media day prior to opening, but we'd be more than happy to host you anytime throughout the season, too. Okay, one last thing before we let you go, Matt, from Holiday World. Uh, When does the park open, and when can people get their season passes? So the park will open um, the first weekend of May, and you can get your season passes right now. Um, Honestly, we have a deal going, and and you can get the best price on your season pass up through the end of this year. Just go to HolidayWorld.com, and we make it very easy for you to purchase them online. All right. Thank you, Matt Eckert. It's Holiday World, and more information is available at HolidayWorld.com. Or you can go to WIBC.com, the side piece, because there is an article there. And actually, uh, point of view on the roller coaster, good gravy. How exciting. Yeah, and so let's, real quick, before we go to a break, let's clarify something for the audience that Casey has totally inconvenienced me today. She's forced me to switch seats. She has taken me away (laughs) from the comfort of my usual desk. You can see this on the YouTube chat, and I did this out of the goodness of my heart because she claimed some vast right-wing conspiracy (laughs) by the engineering department here Mm -hmm. to keep her out of her computer, Mm -hmm. and then, Mm -hmm. under just a mild amount of interrogation from sweet Kevin, you have- Yeah, she was yelling at me and everything. Yeah, she was going ballistic, she was throwing things, and then Kevin, trying to be helpful- you admitted that it's your fault. Well, I you think, locked yourself out. I think maybe the caps lock was on the keyboard, <laughs> and it wasn't accepting my password. And after a couple of attempts, it just locked me out permanently. You did it to yourself, and you tried to play the oh Jesse Smollett over here who, playing the victim. Who keeps the caps lock on the keyboard? I, I wasn't checking just, that. You were just like punching the keyboard <laughs> and hitting all kinds. She of was buttons. angrily. She was taking a ruler at one point, just whacking the keyboard. You know what though? Okay, you say that. I can inconvenienced you. You're the one who was like, well, just come sit over here. <laughs> well, I was being nice. I know you were. And clearly it, was, it wasn't an inconvenience. It was an egregious. No, I can't log into all my stuff that's on that computer. And it's fine, Casey. I'm willing to help my fellow man. What I would have liked for is a little more honesty, though. You need me to go through the three steps? The step three process? steps. Yes, go for it. I'm so sorry that the caps lock was on. Uh-huh. I take full credit for somebody else keeping the caps lock on Uh and i will check the keyboard next time to make sure the caps lock isn't on i don't believe any of that i don't believe any of that kind of a that was the most half-hearted apology i've ever heard (laughs) hey we've got uh jim kehoe joining us that's your husband casey (laughs) your husband's next from cgc sports illustrated and uh we're gonna talk to him coming up from 93 wibc Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. And Rob, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see what happened at that soccer game last night? Man, the police were everywhere. I know. Batting people with batons. People were bleeding. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And Lionel Messi did not look too pleased about it. But I don't know if you've heard about what's going on with one of his World Cup jerseys. Whoa. His stuff, the prices on his stuff are just ridiculous. If you're into collectibles and paying extraordinary amounts of money for things like a Lionel Messi World Cup jersey, which could exceed a record of $10 million. Can you imagine paying $10 million for someone else's shirt? No, I could not. (laughs) But we do have somebody who could, and that is Jim Kehoe from CGC Sports Illustrated. Good morning, Jim. Hey, Rob and Casey. Thanks uh, for having me on again this morning. And just just to set the record straight, I could not pay $10 million for a Messi jersey. I'd like to, but I cannot. And wait, 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 wait. Casey's burying the lead, and we've talked about you many times on this show. We're not going to let her get out with this. You're her husband. Yes, that is true. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's why he doesn't have $10 million, Rob. Okay. And Rob, you may think that she's infinitely wealthy, but uh, I can tell you she's not. Okay, <laughs> so your life is so interesting to me because you live in the world of collectibles and your are of expertise is Sports Illustrated, but tell me, Jim, where we're at with the collectibles market right now, because it seems like a lot of people are losing a lot of money in collectibles, depending on what type of collectibles they are. Help me not lose my vast family fortune. Yeah, so let's talk about how we got here. So, you know, collectibles have been a thing for a long, long time, you know, 30, 40 years at the very least. And and, and they've had a nice, you know, little run up. You know, you could, you know, back in the, you know, 80s, you could have bought a vintage sports card for a hundred bucks and maybe a few years later sell it for a couple hundred bucks. But what has changed everything completely was the pandemic. And so there are two big things that happened during the pandemic. The government gave everybody tons and tons of money. Yeah, we've heard and- that. <laughs> And, and and then they locked us in our homes. Yeah. So we all reverted back to being 14-year-olds and spending all our money on comic books and, and, and sports cards. I married a 14-year-old. <laughs> okay, so now, and so Jim, now it seems like with the newer sports cards, specifically also some memorabilia, that they are losing colossal amounts of money because people realize they made an egregious mistake? That's exactly right. So, so all collectibles. So we had this huge run up during the pandemic. All this government money coming in, and we're all locked in our homes with nothing to do except to look at collectibles. So there was a massive increase in prices for all collectibles everywhere. But now that that government money is gone, you're seeing the price of collectibles crash across the board for the most part. There's a couple of categories that are holding up better than others, um, but like your general run-of-the-mill sports cards, comic books. Those things are crashing in price and, and in most cases are worth less than they were before the pandemic. The outlier in all of that 
are these ultra-premium, one-of-a-kind or near-one-of-a-kind items that make all the headlines and that we see, you know, breaking record prices like we talked about last year when I was on the $12 million Mickey Mantle baseball card. Yeah. You know, we might get $10 million for a messy jersey. Prices for those items continue to go up and rise, but everything else is really kind of taking it on the chin here in the last year. Jim Kehoe is our guest. He's also Casey's husband. Who's you did a wonderful job with her, Jim. She's just a joy to work with, by the way, and I I credit you for all of that. uh, She deserves all the credit for that. In fact, if anything, she's had great success despite me, uh, despite being married to me. In spite of you, act like he raised me or something. (laughs) Really, really, it's the other way around because you know I am older than him too. Jim, she gets so sick because ninety percent of our off-air conversations with us is, "How's Jim doing? How's how are his sports?" It's, you see, yeah, he's fine, Rob. My husband's fine. I work here too, and I'm a person. <laughs> so, so but, but let's talk about what you talk about the crashing of prices on everything, except for these ultra rare premium pieces, <laughs> and, and and that's being really driven by. And obviously, so ultra high net worth individuals and yeah. likely billionaires. So, just last week. So Victor Webinyama, he's the rookie in the NBA, and you know as LeBron James is kind of coming to the end of his career, this Victor Webinyama guy is expected to be the face of the NBA for the yeah. next fifteen or twenty years. His jersey that he wore for his first ever NBA game just sold for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it was purchased by Ken Griffin, who is the head of the Citadel Hedge Fund. Oh. He was in the news. He's been in the news the last six months. He's building a house in Florida that is expected to cost a billion dollars. It will be the single most expensive private residence in the world. It's guys like him that have this infinite wealth that are really driving the ultra-premium prices on things like that. You and I had this conversation recently. I hate when when more people get involved in things I'm interested in because generally <laughs> they're stupid and they screw it up. And this is kind of what happened here, right? Like you had all these people who got into sports cards or collectibles or whatever, and then it just made the prices so ridiculous. It's, it's like Casey and I talk about at the Walmart, Jim. For years I had the Walmart brand myself. The rich people are going to buy the name brands. I'll be poor and buy the Walmart brand, but now all the rich people, because everything's so expensive, started buying the Walmart brand, and it raised the prices for me. I just want people to stay out of my lane. Well, you know, Rob, so, so yeah, I mean, billionaires are doing that. So, let's say you're, for example, let's say you're a billionaire and you live in Indianapolis. Some people who are like that run for the mayor of Indianapolis <laughs> and spend $15 million on that. But others, <laughs> others... <laughs> like the Indianapolis Colts owner, Jim Ursay, what did he do this year? Jim Ursay spent over $6 million to get Muhammad Ali's championship belt from the Rumble in the Jungle fight versus George Foreman in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, what should I do if you're an investor? Like, you're a normal person, you're not a billionaire, you're just a normal dude. If you should you be in sports cards or memorabilia, and if so, what should you look for in terms of an investment? So, first of all, don't do anything unless you know what you're doing. It's very easy to sit here and get excited about sports cards or memorabilia or other items like that and start spending a lot of money and then realize you got, you know, taken to the shed because you paid way too much. So, these things, you know, you know what's collectible and what's not and what's fair price for something and what's not, you really got to educate yourself on this. And, and I'll, I'll give you an example of that um, from a friend of mine. So uh, I was at the National Sports Card Collectors Convention in Chicago over the summer. Um, and a friend of mine a couple of years ago paid $150,000 for a Babe Ruth bat. 
That seems like a lot. That sounds like a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but the story gets even better. Now, what's happening a lot for game-used memorabilia, but something that's happened in the last couple of years is what's called photo matching. So there are these companies that can sit here and use high-res photos and video and say, okay, this bat was used in this specific game, and all of a sudden the value goes up. So he took it, and he found out that this bat was used back when uh, Babe Ruth was on the Boston Red Sox in 1918. He took it to the National and got it appraised, and now it's worth $2 million. <laughs> It's something small like that that can dramatically change the price. So before you do anything, Mm -hmm. get yourself educated on it. All right, Jim Uh, Kehoe from CGC Sports Illustrated. This is a news talk station, and I've got a question for you, Jim. I was just going to say, Casey, you have to live with this guy, so you Mm -hmm. get the final question. Go. Two questions, and we've got about 30 seconds left for you to answer this. Uh, Donald Trump, he's a very popular guy. You may have heard of him. At one point, he did appear on the cover of Playboy magazine. Why you would want a used Playboy magazine, I don't know. Is that worth anything and second part of this question today is the 60th anniversary of the assassination of jfk and at one point he appeared on the cover of i believe it was time magazine is that worth anything it's a big yes on both of them the donald trump playboy magazine from 1987 very collectible the john f kennedy inaugural uh, photograph cover from Time Magazine from 1961, also very, very collectible. So it's not just sports items. Historical figures are absolutely collectible as well. Do we have any of those? (laughs) (laughs) We do. Uh, No, no. You know what? Playboy's not my jam, so I don't have the Donald Trump Playboy, but I do have that Kennedy issue. I also have Ronald Reagan's first appearance on Time Magazine cover from 1966. We have both of those, yeah. Jim, I love you so much, and you're great. And if Casey ever gets mad and kicks you out of the house, you can always come stay with us. I'll live with Bruce. Yes. <laughs> both of you in the doghouse. Sounds about <laughs> right. All right, that's going to uh, do it for this segment. It is Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.